Len Tillum, I'm a lawyer. You got legal problems? We've got legal answers, and you can now call in. Thank you, telephone company, 800-996-4505. You can listen to this. I'm discovering from people the easiest place is at lentillum.com, my webpage. You can just click Listen to Len's Podcast. You can do it with iTunes. You can even subscribe. They'll send you notifications every day. We're doing it Monday to Friday, five days a week. You can listen to it whenever you want. And, oh, it's Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, Spreaker.com. They're the company that helps us get it onto the web. So, by all means, tell a friend about it, subscribe to it, vote for me on iTunes that you like the show, and let's start today's show. Call it in, by the way, 800-996-4505. Anytime you want, you got legal problems, we'll take it from there. 800-996-4505. Let's begin. Brian in El Cerrito, Len Tillum. How come you're calling a lawyer, Brian? Hi, Len. I just uh, this week came back from a great vacation in Hawaii with my family. And the last hour in my condo, right on the golf course, I see something under the bed. I reach down, not knowing what it is, and I get stuck by a glucose lancet. What the hell is a glu- what, what is a glucose lancet? It, it's a it's a little prickly needle that people use to draw blood so they can check their blood sugar level. You mean some diabetic who was in the condo before you used one of these things, and instead of considering you know some kind of biohazard, left it under the bed and you got stuck, right? Exactly. You, if that happened to me, I'm such a hypochondriac, I'd freak out. I'd think I got AIDS, hepatitis. Who the hell knows what you get from a dirty needle like that, right? Well, interesting. I call my doctor, and after I get back in Monday at 9.30 at night, doctor the next day, they do some blood work on me, and now they're suggesting that I take a series of vaccine, hepatitis vaccine for six months and HIV blood tests for six months. Well, well, I wasn't counting on that on vacation, you know. No, no, no. Well, the HIV blood test, you know, they'll take a little blood from you. It's not the end of the world. God forbid you've got it. There's something they can do. The hepatitis vaccine. I've gotten some hepatitis vaccines. Is that the one people normally get, or is this some super-duper one because they're afraid you picked it up? This is a super-duper one that, they, that when hospital people get pricked in the hospital, it's a series of shots they get for six months in order to uh, you know, work against hepatitis A, B, and C is what the doctor is telling me. I, yeah, now. I've got, got a two-fold problem. One, uh, uh, of course, is... And the condo owner now is constantly calling me, wanting to know what's going on, and I want to be straightforward but not coy with him because if I'm going to end up sick, hopefully not, yeah. or with financial liability, I don't want to get, excuse the pun, stuck. Yeah, no, I it. understand. Look, you could sue the owner of the rental condo, and if you can figure it out, you could sue the person who used the Lancet and failed to dispose of it properly, but who knows who that is. But that right. that doesn't mean you're going to win. See, in order to win against the owner, you'd have to prove negligence. And that means right. you have to prove the op- the property owner failed to act with the skill and care of a reasonable person with ordinary prudence. So right. I don't the question is how many hotels screen every square inch of a hotel room for discarded medical supplies? Do they always look under the bed? And the the other thing is you'd have to sue in Hawaii where it happened, right. not California, right. and you, what are your damages? So far, your damages are you got to get these vaccines, 
And if you're okay and nothing's wrong, it's not that terrible. You, you follow me on that? No, I, I agree with that. So I would wait. You're going to do the vaccines, right? If the doctor says do them, you got to do them, right? That's right. I got to do them. What, what is, by the way, the, the hepatitis vaccine? What's the downside? Are there any, you know, contraindications or something happens? This, you know. Not according to them. There's no, I'm not worried about the hepatitis so much. It's that for six months, though, i got to take HIV tests. Yeah, yeah, but an HIV yeah. test is like, you know, I get I get my cholesterol checked. It's no big deal. They take a little blood out of you. So, no problem. But, but what if something, what if somehow I pick up the HIV virus from this in the future? What do I do in the, as far as liability? Yeah, well, wait, wait, wait. wait. David, what's the statute of limitations for negligence in Hawaii? Do you know? We'll look it up right now. It's clearly, it's at least a year. We're going to look it up right now. Um, You don't have to, you know, you'll know in six months if you have HIV. If you have HIV, call me back. You'll have a case, God forbid. I got another question for you. This would make, just stuff I'm thinking about. So are you married? Yes. Okay, so... If you make love to your wife and this needle had HIV, even though it doesn't show up on the test, but God forbid, you know, let's say it doesn't show up now, but it will in three or four months. I'm, I'm, I'm just talking crazy here. But can you give your wife HIV, even though it doesn't show up on a test? Well, I don't know, but, but you know, we already have an agreement. What? We're just, we're just not going to be intimate until I'm for sure. No, I, I mean, there are things you can do and, and, and you don't have to give up. Yeah, but... Well, I guess. You know, I would but, talk to uh, my doctor about that. You know, I, I mean, you don't have to give up all intimacy and everything like that. You know, I, I mean, yeah, that came up. But ask your doctor. There, th- In other words, if you're not showing positive on the test and he says for sure, if you're not showing positive, you can't transmit HIV. You know, some people get so worried. You know, you don't have to do this. You're going to have to get your own set of dishes and everything. You don't don't get that crazy. You understand that? You, you don't. Yeah, do. yeah. So I would talk to your doctor about what things to do to protect your wife, but I, I don't think you have to become a monk or a nun. You know what I mean? No, I don't. I don't. I don't want to do that. No. Who does? No. 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 How many years you've been married? Uh, thirty-five years. Yeah. Even after thirty-five years, a little nookie once in a while is very nice. You know what I mean? More than once in a while. Oh, you're quite a guy. I knew you'd have to say that. There you go. Right. Yeah. 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 And so, okay, so talk to your doctor and a little safe sex and life goes on and you're not going to get AIDS. Don't worry about it. There's a two-year yeah, statute of limitations, by the way, for personal injury in Hawaii. Two years. You got it? Two years. So you got okay. time. Don't worry about Hawaii. Call me in six months. Call me either way, but call me in six months. Let me know. I'll remember this. You don't have HIV and you did the hepatitis and everything's fine. And... um and your wife is I'll pregnant. Be happy, I'll be happy to. I'll be happy to do that. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Okay, you take care, my man. Thank you, man. Thank you. You go on vacation, and nonsense happens. Ugh. Michael in Pleasanton, Len Tillum, News Talk nine ten. Michael, how come you're calling a lawyer? Hey, Len. I just want to tell you about uh, eight nine years ago. I got a drunk driving charge. Yeah. And I had a class B like boy license. Yeah. And uh, I was pulled over in San Mateo on the freeway. He pulled me over, no wreck or anything. Got out, went through the, the series of tests. Flunked the test. He put me in the back of the car, took me down to the jail, stayed there four or five hours. Right. They got you guilty or drunk. So what happened? Well, he, you sign a piece of paper, you know, indicating your, your 
uh, you can you get your license back after 45 days. Or you, no, you can drive. You can drive for 45 days. Yeah, I, I know all that. Why why are you calling me? What what's going on? What what do you want to talk oh, about? I, oh, I, oh, I want to tell you that um, when you people have to go to the the alcohol classes. And yeah, yeah. On, on your, there's, I, a lot I, of, there's a lot of pretty curls in the class. Oh, what I want to tell you. Wait a minute. So after you get a drunk driver, you've got to do this drunk driving class. Um, I'm not sure how for That was your first drunk, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I think it's the class is usually three or four months, right? So uh, yes. Once yeah. a week. So wait, what you're calling to tell me is you went to this class and you're glad you went to the class because there's a lot of good-looking women at the class? Yeah, well, when, when you were telling that guy this father and his son when when it's not so bad once you get into those alcohol classes because they are i gotta be honest and truth there's a lot of beautiful women there wait, 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 wait. Pulled so, over for drunk driving too and they you see them in the class it's like a big family in there wait, wait, wait a second that happened here's what i want to ask you did yeah. you take any of the women out for drinks after the alcohol class ended then i couldn't they're too pretty for me that, i'm being that, honest with you out of your league right so, but yes. well, way out of Millie. But you know what? When you're in the class, they're very friendly with you. I mean, everybody's friendly, and even the teacher, the instructor, says, "You know, he goes, you know, I drink too. You just can't drink on the road. You got to watch what you're doing." And it's a very educational uh, system they have. So, wait, are you? What, what I hear is, are you encouraging people to go out there and get a drunk driver so they can no. take a class with good-looking people? No, but when you get in the classes, it's not all that bad. Okay. Uh, you know, I've been... That get pulled over, too, and get thrown in jail. It, it's amazing. Different experiences. Yep. I never got a drunk driver. I, I should have, but I never got a drunk. But yep. before, you know, you could take it online for a ticket for, like, speeding classes, I had to go to those classes. And, it's, and you know, Lynn, I think back, I'm glad the, the policeman uh, pulled me over and threw me in jail, because that night, I don't, who knows what would have happened. Did you, did you, you stop drinking after... Did you stop oh, drinking yeah. after that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I got to tell you... I haven't had a drink in almost 30 years, and I sat around a lot of AA tables, and a lot of people yeah. said, I never got a drunk drive, but they said, thank God for the cop who busted me because it made me oh. realize. Yeah, that was I'm a blessing. I'll tell you one other thing. Yeah. One of the worst things, too, afterwards, you get your license taken away, and we are used to driving since we've been 16 years old. Yeah. When you have to walk and take buses and walk around and hitchhike, oh, it's terrible. It, it is terrible. Yeah, most people, yeah. you know, just drive anyway, but you didn't do that. No, no, but I had to take buses around and walk around, and I said, oh, this is bad. Yeah, all right, well, too bad you didn't get and laid out of the cabs. class. What'd you say? Taxi cabs, 50 miles to go, $50 to go 10 miles or something. You know? Yeah, you learned your lesson. Thanks for calling, Michael, I appreciate it. All right, bye. He liked those classes. I got to tell you, I took the class for the speeding driver. It's two four-hour sessions. Yeah, there were some good-looking women in the class. There always are. This is California. All the women are gorgeous, but... All I knew was my ass hurt. I mean, I'm sitting there, and these dummies are asking. You know, the, 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 the cop CHP officer teaches the class, and he questions, and you get these people who just would talk. And if they would shut up, the class would be over sooner. And my ass hurt. So I, I'm not a big fan of those classes. Gracie in Campbell, Len Tillam. Why are you calling a lawyer, Gracie? Hi, Len. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, I have a kind of a technical question about... Um, using a cell phone when you drive. My son, who is 25, was pulled over for using a cell phone by a police officer, and he actually was adjusting his iPod. 
he was not using his cell phone. And so his plan is to take the ticket to court with his um, cell phone records to show that he really was not on the phone at that time. Now, now wait I, a second. Some, some people yeah. who have iPhones also no. use them. Wait, they use them as iPods. This was not a phone. It was only an iPod. Correct. Well, yeah, you know, your son should go to law school because let me read it to you. This, the hands-free law, and, and I want you to write this down because I want you to Google it so you can print it out for him. Hands-free okay. law is California Vehicle Code Section 23123. California Vehicle Code Section 23123. It prohibits driving while using a wireless telephone unless it's hands-free. And I'm looking. A person shall not drive a motor vehicle while using a wireless telephone unless that telephone, etc., etc. It doesn't say a person shall not drive a motor vehicle while using an iPod. You know, an iPod is like tuning your radio. You're allowed to, you know, push. So I think he has to go to, to court, show up, say not guilty. And in order to win... The state is going to have to prove, the DA will have to prove, your son was using a wireless phone. I think he'll... By the way, if he gets convicted, you don't get a point on your DMV record for this. Your auto insurance doesn't go up. But it would be interesting for him to fight it. What does he do for a living? He's in construction management. Right. So he's got to take a day off to avoid a $100 ticket, you know. Right. And and by the way... um, if the cop testifies he saw your son holding up the iPod to his ear, he's going to be convicted. You know, I mean, it, it depends what the cop says. But he, I think he should beat this case. The question is, it's such a pain in the ass, Gracie, to go to court and take time off right. from work. When I, What is it? David, what's the fine for hands-free? It comes about 150 bucks altogether with the fine. It's $167. Yeah, that's, so it's 167 with all the county fees, you know. Right. And, yeah, and there's no points on your DMV record. You're insured. This is okay. not a, a moving violation. So yes, he will win. But does he want to take a day off from work and do this? And you know all the bother. Welcome to okay. the American system of justice for regular yeah. people. <laughs> you got it. Okay. He should win. That's very helpful. Tell him okay, to look up one. California Vehicle Code two three one two three. Okay. okay. Thanks so much. Yes. Good question. Good question. But what do you do? Do you take a day off for a $160 fine? I don't know. Monica in San Mateo. Len Tilla, Monica, how come you're calling a lawyer? Oh, Len, thanks for taking my call. I just love you watching your show. Okay. What's going on? I'm calling in. My mom is 73 years old. And about five years ago, she said... Um, she had a check that my dad passed away and that he has never cashed. That wasn't uh, just a cashier's check. So she gave my niece, actually she went with my niece um, to the bank, said, would you keep this? And when I will ask for it, would you give it back to me? How much is the check for? It's for 20000 Yeah, guess what happened? What happened to the... How long ago did she give your, your, her granddaughter? Is that your daughter or your, nie- no, or your niece? No, my daughter. How long ago did your mother give the niece the $20,000 check? five years ago for safekeeping right yes that's for safekeeping uh, let me guess you tell me so all of a sudden mom says good i to the niece i could use the money what happened you tell us well things have gotten sour a little bit now my mom wants the money because she's getting older she doesn't have much support she, she's in social security and she has asked her several several times and she said i'm not going to give you the money back so the niece said i'm not going to give you the money back right yeah she said i'm not going to give you the money back what money what money? You see that? Mm-hmm. You give money to some kids to hold for you or you lend money to a relative. Mm-hmm. Don't do it because 
not only that, she lost her granddaughter. You know, the granddaughter yeah. won't talk to her anymore. It's, exactly. It's tearing her heart open. She feels ripped off. She's yeah. an old lady. Ugh. Yeah, I, I mean, I bet you this has also caused a lot of arguments in the family. You're fighting it with does. your sister, you know, your, your niece's mother or something, or your your brother, whoever it is, right? Yeah, I don't say nothing to them because I'm always a bad person anyway. So I'm just, to me, at one point I said to my mom, just let it go. But my mom, Lynn, has worked hard to this day. She still does her gardening. She makes pickles. She does babysitting. She doesn't sit down. She's 73 years old. She's in good health. But she worked hard for that money. Well, let me ask you a question. Here's the key. And and we've done cases like this. I'll tell you a story about a case we did in a moment. But Mm -hmm. here's the point. In order to get this money back, your mother, the grandmother, will have to either sue her darling granddaughter or report her to the district attorney for elder financial abuse. You know, it's a crime. I mean, she could call adult protective services. I would bet in a million years your mother will never do that. Yeah, that's the route we did not want it to take. No, within the family, the money's gone. And and the granddaughter, how old is she, this niece? 27. She's, she blew it. She doesn't have it anymore. It burned a hole in her pocket, right? Yeah. I, I got to tell you this, even though your mother's 73, she was very dumb to give that check to the granddaughter. She could have put it in the bank under her name, right? Yeah, she could have, but I guess that time I didn't. I don't live close to her, so she couldn't ask me anything, and they were right there, and she thought that was the best thing because she trusted them at that time. Yeah. Things were good, and I mean, you know, who would know that? Let me, let me tell you a story we had. This mother comes in with one of the daughters, must have been in her mid-70s, mm-hmm. and with one, the good daughter. We'll call her the good daughter and the bad daughter. <laughs> so a couple of years ago, before this, she came to see me, this was about four mm-hmm. years ago, the mother comes with a good daughter, says to me, the bad daughter said, Mom, come live with us. You know, the husband, the father had died. She was single. Come live with us. Help us add an addition onto our house. And mm-hmm. you can live with us. You'll have your own room. We'll build a granny unit. Yeah, so that's the big the daughter, The bad daughter takes $450,000 from Mom. All Mom had was about 500000 Takes 450000 from Mom. Adds a unit onto the house. And, you know, builds it up. And then as soon as the mother moves in, the grandchildren, the bad daughter's kids and the bad daughter and the bad daughter's husband started treating grandma like a maid. It's amazing they didn't give her a white apron and a cap to put on, you know. And then about three months after mom is there being treated poorly and they're all living in this bigger house, the bad daughter says to mom, my children don't like you here. You have to move. And the bad daughter throws her out. So wait, mom goes running to the good daughter. Oh, my God, I have no money. So I say, you've got to sue. And the mother says, I want to sue. We started a case. And as soon as it got to taking the daughter's deposition and doing it, the mom says, no, she does. She couldn't do it. So your mother's never going to sue the niece. I, I mean, the lesson here is do not give money to your kids or your grandkids unless you don't need it back. Because they don't. They take and they don't give back. Yeah. And your mother, she's not willing to go to the district attorney, is she? No, she's not very um, She's not very good at English, or she doesn't have to interpret everything to her. And Even, wait, wait, wait. Forget this English bit. Monica, forget about English. Even if she was perfect in English and she was born here and fluent in English, would she go to the district attorney anyway? No. 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 Unless I take her or my other brother. Mind her. your own business. 
Yeah. I'm giving my considered legal opinion to you is MYOB. Mind your own business. This happened between the niece and your mother. Stay out of it. It's just going to put mud on you, and, and they'll all blame you. Do not. Get, and where does your mother live? My mom lives in Sacramento. And you're in San Mateo. Yeah. Love your mother. Take care of her. But when it comes to this fight, the niece is her. What is it? Your brother or your sister is My her? My daughter. Yeah. 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 So daughter. stay stay out of it. You didn't do okay. it. Let your brother work it out with your mother. Mind your own business. You're just going to get... And there's not... Does the 27-year-old have any money anyway? Yeah, I mean, she... She won't... But then, I mean, my brother doesn't even talk to my mom. They took the house. They took everything away, taking her out of the house. I mean, my dad was the one who bought the house and... Right. Stupid, my parents, they transferred it over to my brother's house. Now my mom doesn't have nothing. So is your brother the oldest son? The youngest. The youngest son. I tell you, yeah. I tell you, I, I got to say this. Italians, this is what I've noticed. Italians, Jews, I'm Jewish. Italian Jews and Chinese do so much more for sons than they do for daughters. It's beyond belief. Look what happened that's here. That's true. Yes. I'm Indian. That's what parents Indian. From, sons, right? from, wait, uh, not American India or India. From India, right? No, I'm from Fiji. Fiji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Indian descent. Yeah. These The yeah. sons get so much more than the daughters. I don't understand, but that's what's... Yeah. Mind your own business, Monica. Thank you for calling. Okay. Thank you, Len. Thank yes. you. Yes. Don't give your kids, your grandkids money or anything. They take and they don't give back unless you're happy that you love them. Take it. And if you don't pay me back, I'll still love you. No problem. Ramon in Oakland. Len Tillum. How come you need a lawyer, Ramon? Hi, Len. Thank you. I was convicted of a red light camera ticket. Yeah. It wasn't me. Well, wait a minute. Did you go to trial? I did. And you went to court and the judge, so wait a minute, let me, let me go back. You got a red light camera ticket. Who's in the picture? Who, I mean, who's in a picture of? Do you know? My buddy was driving my car. Were you in the car? I was not in the car. Okay, so you went to court, and what did you tell the judge? Well, I was prepared to uh, ask him to dismiss it because um, it wasn't, I wasn't the driver. Mm-hmm. And what happened? He had the local police officer. Uh, testify that uh, the picture drive, uh, matched my uh, driver's license photo, and the judge agreed with him. Does he your said, yeah, friend look like you? Does your friend look like you? Well, we're both Latino, but I don't have a mustache like the uh, the driver's picture does. I, I mean, w w wait, wait a second. Are you like heavy and he's skinny? Do you have a big nose and he has a small nose? Some freckles and stuff. Is there any kind of a thing on the picture you can tell? I know driver's licenses don't have many, you know, much going on there. Well, in my opinion, it would be a stretch. You know, we both have black hair, but um, did yeah. the judge did the judge look at you and say, "Okay, wise guy, who was driving the car?" Did the judge say that? Oh no, the, the court clerk and everybody along the way kept telling me, "Just tell us who it is." And uh, after he com he pronounced me guilty, he said, "You should have told us who it was." Oh, he knew it wasn't you. Here's the story. This is an outrage because you're a defendant and you have the right to refuse to testify. And that absolute good old American constitutional right includes, t you don't have to testify against your friend. You're on trial, not him. You don't have to narc him out. The only way they can convict you is to compare you with the photograph. And if you don't look like the man in the photo, they cannot find you guilty. And it seems like they knew damn well that you're not the one in the photograph, didn't they? You should have told us who it was, right? That's what he said. Yeah. So you can appeal this if you want to. When was the hearing? A Tuesday. Okay. Since the hearing was two days ago, 
the appeal has to be filed within 28 days. You've got until, David tells me, December 23rd to get the papers to the court. And I'll tell you how to do it. You got a pencil? Go to alameda.courts.ca.gov, alameda.courts.ca.gov, and click on the traffic court page, and there'll be a link with instructions on how to file your appeal, including all the forms you're going to need. It's all there. And there's no fee for filing an appeal for a traffic infraction. You still have to pay the fine, but if you win the appeal, you get your money back. You follow me on all this? Yes. Okay. Here's another idea. You can complain to the Board of Judicial Review. You can drop a dime. It's it's the Commissioner of, uh, ju- I think it's the uh, Commission on Judicial Review. Well, could you, excuse me. Here it is. Commission on Judicial Performance. That's it. Thank you, David. David straightened me out. Commission on Judicial Performance. If the judge convicted you, Knowing for a fact you weren't behind the wheel, that is a serious breach of ethics. You got it? And I would put in a declaration, this guy said to me, you should have told me, otherwise I wouldn't have found, you know what I mean? And I I really think we've got to let these judges know they can't do this kind of nonsense. Drop a dime on them. Commission on Judicial Performance. And let me give you the website. It's CJP for Commission for Judicial Performance, cjp.ca.gov. I mean, if you're really outraged by this and you want to do it, that's what you do. Rat out the judge. Be good for him to get ratted out. The nerve of him. When he said to you, you should have told us who it was, it was like a confession on his part that he knew you weren't the driver, right? Seems that way. Yeah, that's what it's in. You ready to do this? Get heavy. I bet you'll beat it. Especially if you write a letter to the Commission on Judicial Performance. Put all that stuff in there. All right? Do an appeal. Yeah. Again, I want to tell all of you this. If you get a red light camera ticket because the, ca- you know, the, the car's in your name or something like that, but it's not you driving, you don't have to narc rat out your buddy. You don't have to do that. They have to prove you're guilty. You, you, you follow me? You don't have to prove you're innocent. Or, you don't have to. You understand that? You got it. You can send me an email. We do emails. I work with four other lawyers, trusts and estates, asset preservation, estate tax, medical planning. God bet somebody's in a nursing home. We work very closely with Jim Gagan, personal injury. You've been injured, significant injuries. By all means, you should call us, 800-996-4505, or send me an email, Len Tillum, L-E-N-T-I-L-L-E-M, at at lentillum.com. So here's what Karen's writing. Len, I was under a lot of stress during my divorce. We did it ourselves. The divorce is final. I signed the papers. Len, I got screwed. The dog screwed me again. I got a lousy settlement. Can I open up the case? Karen, Karen, you poor dear. A deal's a deal. You can't ask for more unless you're going to prove there was fraud, like he hid his property. It's expensive to do. You signed it. Don't go signing divorce agreements without a lawyer looking at it. That's for sure. Come back tomorrow for more. Len Tillum, take care.